Hello and welcome to Thriving in Intersectionality, a podcast created to help you learn from professionals in the workplace who have multiple intersectional identities, from ethnic minorities, veterans transitioning into the workforce, individuals with disabilities, parents, and so many more. My name is Lola Adeyemo. I am the CEO of EQI Mindset and the founder of the nonprofit Immigrants Incorporate Inc. I work with organizations to build inclusive workplaces. This podcast was built to amplify the voices of leaders and immigrants in the corporate workplace and to give insights and guidance so people can move past their barriers and advance in their professional careers. Through interviews and solo episodes, I'm going to examine this global world of work. I know that you can learn a thing or two from my guests who have a range of experiences and stories to share. Join me as we meet new people who are successfully navigating the corporate space. Hello and welcome to the Thriving in Intersectionality podcast. Welcome also to Women History Month 2023. This is the first episode in March and I'm excited to introduce a short background about the theme of this year's Women History Month, which is Embrace Equity. Embrace Equity. This is really powerful. It has many depths and as part of Women History Month, we're going to have a conversation around how different workplaces are doing this because equity itself as a word is not industry specific, is not environment specific, but it's also important that we set the tone by establishing the difference between equity and equality. Sometimes we have a lot of um, argument and conversation that arises from people speaking to equality and people speaking to equity. So to talk about the differences a little bit, when we say equality, um, that still has a role when we are talking about inclusive practices, right? Because we have to treat people with respect. We have to uh, make sure that regardless of background, regardless of race, regardless of industry, there is a certain level of equality that is needed when you are treating others, which is respect at the basic, right? Equality is talking about treating people the same, creating the same level of access. Um, The issue with starting with equality is that if there is already a level set that we missed from the beginning. And I've seen a lot of visuals that really explain this very well. The topic of equity is that equity in a system that was not originally equal, um, especially when we talk about underrepresented groups and people that are started off at a disadvantage, right? Equality can actually make things worse if that's where you're starting. So equality is treating everybody the same. Equity means going back further upstream to look at some of the scenarios that have created discrepancies between different groups. And this is where we start to talk about changes in the systems, changes 
upstream so that when we get to this point, equality can be achieved. So while equity is not the same as equality, uh, there is a role that each has to play with it. So embrace equity. I really like that this is a theme for uh, the Women History Month 2023 because I think it relates to gender, it relates to uh, sexual orientation, it relates to stage of life, it relates to immigrant status. When we start to talk about things in terms of equity, it helps people to understand why starting off from equality is starting off from a place of disadvantage. I'll invite you to take a look at uh, something called Privilege Walk. Um, the video is available on YouTube and different sources. It's called the Privilege Walk because sometimes when all we see is this, we assume that everybody is starting from here. So when we talk about equality, we're assuming that everybody is starting from the same level. And so provide equal access to opportunities and everybody will move like this. The fact is we are not all starting here. There have been systemic barriers and disadvantages that have placed certain groups behind already. So while on the surface it looks like we are all placed at equal level of opportunity and access, there are some systemic barriers that have put a lot of people behind. And if we don't address that, trying to operate from equity is just making, is actually more detrimental to underrepresented groups. So embracing equity in the workplace uh, is, is really important. And, and some of the, the conversations that thriving in intersexuality um, as a podcast and Immigrants Incorporate as a nonprofit organization really embraces is inclusion for immigrants as an identity group, as well as employee resource groups, which is a big bucket that covers a lot of underrepresented groups in the workplace. The goal for Immigrants Incorporate for ERG advocacy is for leaders, for organizations to understand that in the workplace, intersectionality is a key part of these inclusion conversations. This is because no one person fits into a single box. So when we are talking about disadvantages that have placed people uh, multiple steps behind others, we all come into the workplace. We so, so if we start with people that are already at work, if we talk about... Um, embracing equity in the workplace. What does that really mean? I'm going to share examples from three different areas where we can really talk about embracing equity. One of them is wage. So what uh, pay packages do you have available? Um, organizations have been encouraged to look at the pay. You know, where does everybody fall within the pay band? The thing is, when it comes to pay, there's a range. If people are not aware, when each role is created, there's a there's a range. And sometimes certain people come in high and certain people come in low. The same spectrum coming in high and low might be relative to different things. It could be how well you're good at negotiating when the same role, the same role, the same job description, the same requirement, and two people can come in and come in at completely different um, a couple of thousands of dollars uh, differences in, in the pay. So how does that happen? How that happen is one person might be very good at negotiating. One person might maybe be at the higher end of the pay range, which is the reason why the whole range um, is 
uh, created, right? It gives room for a little more flexibility around that. Uh, but when you look at the people applying for the roles, uh, the thing is there are certain people, certain gender, certain individuals, certain personality who are very good at negotiating. So they'll probably go at the higher end of the scale. There are certain people due to cultural barriers, through to interpersonal differences, will take whatever they're offered and love it and be absolutely happy with it, right? Now, that gap can continue to widen because now we are doing the same job. Now we are within the same organization. Now we have the same title, but we are making this. You know, one is higher, one is lower. The person that knows how to negotiate more over the years or maybe every single year continues to ask for more continues to present the work they are doing and continues to get more increase. The person that is not good at negotiating continues to work. Um, in the case of, case of immigrants, for example, and I talk about this a lot in my book, Thriving in Intersectionality, one person can continue to be grateful that I have a job and not even be aware that there's a process for pay review. And so can be stuck at this pay for three, four years without an increase. While another person has had three increases over the same length of time. Even though this person started higher and this person started lower, this person has continued to move up. Some of the things that culturally within the organization can even help that is if this person has a different personality and the organization rewards people that are more confident, more outspoken, people that have more availability to take on, you know, a long schedule and work harder in terms of uh, length of time. People that can do a lot of overtime and can be more visible can continue to get promoted. Why people that sit here and do what I'm told and hope that somebody sees me. Um, and, and, you know, that can apply to different groups. So women, immigrants, um, parents, right, for different reasons. There are different categories that just allow that wage gap to increase. So when we talk about wage equity, we're talking about actions that companies can do is to review the organization, the pay range, and close the gap. You know, look at your pay, look at people that have the same job bands. And um, there's a lot of companies that haven't done a pay review, a wage analysis before. Um, look at those opportunities and look for ways to create, uh, to bridge the gap within the organization for pay. And for individuals, review the policies within your organization. What is the promotion policy? If you are thinking about your role and you know that you haven't been promoted in a couple of years, well, maybe you have an organization where every year there's a promotion policy, or maybe they don't have any, right? Ask questions because sometimes being silent only means one thing. You're just going to be silent. It doesn't mean that the policy doesn't exist. It just means that sometimes companies are not as transparent with it or you are not looking in the right places. But speak up. Ask your manager. Ask your manager's manager. Talk about these things. How do I get promoted with this organization? Um, how do I move forward? What kind of projects can I do? Make it known that you're interested in growing. And companies, when it comes to pay review, Companies sometimes are not as transparent as they should be. Uh, but for you, if you are looking for another role, if you are looking for another opportunity, wage um, negotiation is also a good skill to be able to implement, right? You want to do your own market research. You want to um, 
not what the pay range is for your role, for your experience, for your skill set, right? Sometimes looking at the the pay range and where you are geographically located is also important. All of these things allows you to put up a good uh, negotiation conversation when you are interviewing for a new role. So there is equity that is needed in the range of pay. And, and that's always a good point for organizations that want to be intentional about embracing equity in wage, uh, a good point to start from. Another one is promotion, right? And we kind of wove that in when I was talking about wage is promotion. What are the policies for promotion? Are we advancing people? Are we advancing people just based on who volunteers, who works late, um, right? What are policies? Do we have a standing rule that nobody should be without a promotion in two years, like every two years we're reviewing. And are we communicating that at the start so that the employees are aware of what the goal is? And as an employee, are you reviewing what that looks like at the organization? These are questions you can also ask during the interview. What's the growth path like? What are the growth opportunities available at the company? And, and so some of these, you know, embracing equity in the area of growth and development and training, some of it is the heavy work that needs to be done in the workplace by leadership, by the organization. Some of it is work that can get immediate results by the employee as well within the organization. So each situation is different, but in addition to wage, there's also growth and career path training uh, and and plan uh, that is personalized. And then um, another one we can talk about is upskilling opportunities. A lot of companies develop programs uh, that can help employees grow uh, but how are you creating those programs? Are you listening to your minority groups? Are you listening to your employee resource groups? Are you recognizing what is really needed for certain groups so that the, the programs you are creating is helpful to all and is accessible to all? So when you're putting together training programs, be very intentional about ensuring that you're building programs that allows to bridge those gaps, those skills gap, and create uh, a clear path of growth for uh, professionals. Talking about employees that are already within the company and for an organization that is trying to embrace equity, um, to sum it up is looking at wage equity. What does our current employee population's pay look like? Who are the people that haven't been, that haven't gotten a pay bump? Who are the people that are making more than others, even though they have the same um, sort of skill set and portfolio, right? Looking for ways to do that analysis and extending that analysis is an extensive analysis that an organization needs to make and look at your pay, uh, wage policies, look at your current wage, entire package for your organization, and look for uh, an opportunity to make up the difference. So, we have companies that would do that uh, wage analysis and would issue a check if they notice a difference and then bump up any lower pay that is existing that should, you know, maybe systemically has been created over the time and, and uh, try to close those gaps and also try to review the policies so that those gaps do not come up again. And then we talk about development programs and listening to employee resource groups as you create these developmental opportunities and spread awareness of those opportunities. So it's not enough to just create and say, we have all this developmental program. Nobody is taking advantage of them. Are you listening? Is that really what employees are looking for, right? When you create those programs, um, 
with the engagement of your employee resource groups, with the feedback, using the surveys within the organization. And so all of this is for employees that are already on ground. All of this is for workplaces that are existing. Um, if you are an individual, if you are part of a minority group and you are not sure what to do, where your organization stands, where the next step is, um, looking forward to uh, sharing with you something that we have coming up, which is a resource for you, a resource for intersectional professionals, uh, intersectional employees, minority employees who are kind of stuck um, maybe at the same spot, at the same level, in the same pay, and are not sure what should I be doing to make sure my career is growing and thriving right now with the next few years in view. Um, just stay stay tuned. Uh, I'm going to be sharing uh, an opportunity coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, but then for organizations as well. So it's not just once the employee starts. A lot of organizations actually start from recruitment and that's where the effort is focused on. We're talking about embracing equity and equitable representation. So... Usually when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, companies want to start from that. We want to hire more diverse people. Okay. If you don't fix the systems and the process around the wage, around the career development path, around upskilling, as you put the efforts into hiring, into sourcing, into onboarding, what happens is it's just like a giant leaky basket. People will keep coming in from all these underrepresented groups and they would leave because your systems are not set up to keep them, right? If you have not done the work, if you have not done the work within the organization to create equitable spaces, to create processes that build inclusion, if you have not created an atmosphere of trust within your organization, um, it makes it difficult for equitable representation to actually grow within your organization. So while it's not recommended you start with building equitable representation, you should be doing it side by side. As you are working on recruiting equitably, you should also be working on retaining uh, diverse employees. You should be working on applying diverse perspectives into the programs that you build, into the processes that you have. So embracing equity is not one and then the other. Embracing equity is plugging in this mindset into every aspect of your business so that your processes, how you source, where are the places where you're posting your jobs, how is the application process, how is the interview process, if you are talking about recruiting diverse employees and you don't have an accommodation in place to make sure that your job descriptions, first, your job descriptions must be inclusive. So that's another piece of it. And then even your screening process, the initial interview, do you have an accommodation in place for those that can make it for an in-person interview or for those that have hearing disability? You know, these are key things that you might not think about, but if you are not thinking about those pieces, you are naturally narrowing the funnel that you have for diverse representatives. And then what's your onboarding process like? What does it look like when you finally make an offer to a diverse employee? Whatever diverse means for your organization, right? And, and for the individual, what does it look like for that person to feel like they are a part of your organization and to know that they would like to stay 
and that they have a path to grow and thrive within your organization. So equitable representation is a key part of embracing equity, but it needs to be worked on together with wage equity, promotion and development equity. And then all of these is part of changing that culture within your organization around embracing equity. So this year, as you talk about the themes, as you think about your career, if you're the other side of these, if you're an individual, who works within a corporate organization and you're thinking of embracing equity, what is there that you can do in your own career, in your own space? And as a leader, what can you do to make sure the policies and the systems and the processes are equitable and creating an opportunity to bridge the gap for underrepresented groups? Thank you. And I hope this has been helpful. Thank you for joining me, Lola Adeyemo, for these important conversations about the global world of work. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to share our weekly episodes with your communities and co-workers. For more resources and upcoming events, visit our website, www.thrivinginintersectionality.com and join our LinkedIn group, Thriving in Intersectionality. Additional links and resources are listed in the show notes of this episode. Thank you.